0: Golden Dale and hello to all of my fellow liberty loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Thrupe here on another fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday, the final Friday of 2022. Friends, what a year it's been! What a journey. Torch Report 271, looking back, looking ahead. And putting this crazy year into a proper poetic perspective, charting a path into the great unknown. Friends, 2022 was a wild ride for me. How about for you? You know, what's next year look like? Is, is that the kind of stuff that's on your mind today? It's kind of stuff that's on my mind. You know, I, I think it's on a lot of people's minds as we come into the end of the year and start to look forward. Friends, it's time to reflect. And for me, uh, reflection often comes in the form of a poem, it's going to open up with a poem here, but I want to say you know, welcome, welcome, welcome. Lots of new listeners and subscribers coming in, and for for many of the folks who are just coming in, uh, getting acquainted with the Torch Report, you have to forgive me for from time to, to, for my uh, occasional philosophical romps, uh, poetic tirades, if you will, but it's, you know, sometimes it's good to disconnect from the news. Sometimes it's good to reconnect with the inner workings of our own mysterious souls, and so to help facilitate that sort of deep reflective rumination, I'm going to share this poem with you. Bear with me here. This year has been a journey, another lap around the sun. Decades in the making, an end that's just begun. After years of things gone crazy, after tears and years of loss, the people's hearts are stirring as we question who's the boss. Who gets to censor info? Who gets to silence speech? Who gets to limit freedom? Who gets to restrict your reach? Who gets to muzzle humans? Who gets to rule us all? Who gets to stifle spirit? Who gets to make us small? Though there are those who seek more power, those who seek control, who live atop the towers, viewing masses as a whole. They grasp that it's us and them. They set themselves apart. They rule with iron fists without regard for heart. They miss the deeper meaning, the yearning of the soul, and fail to grasp the strength of the underdog's final role. Depleted and desperate and pushed to the brink with nothing to lose, the underdogs think, why, this is not right. They can't treat me like that. But then again, here we are. So maybe we'll scrap those pushy old thugs, that political class. They think that they're better until they're knocked on their ass. But to bring balance to power, to bring bad things to light will take more than just squawking or even effort and might. It's going to take long conversations and time spent with friends until the minds of the masses grasp the political ends. What is their game here? How is it being played? How have we drifted? How have we strayed? There isn't one answer that makes it succinct, but there is a deep knowing that we are on the brink. It's the classical battle. It's us versus them. It's the global cabal versus family and friends. They care not for your loved ones. They care not for your life. They are driving divisions. They are stoking the strife. They make us mad at each other. They make us confused and unsure. But by standing together, our rights will endure. We cannot accept failure. We cannot accept shame. We cannot accept placid. We cannot accept vain. Right now is the moment of our defining our time as dark forces gather and slither and slime, as we shake fists at the heavens, as we swing at the skies, as we scream at the storm clouds. We're believing their lies. They're crafty and cunning. They pull strings and change scenes, but they can't stop resistance from free human beings. Our story's not over, we won't go away. We'll fight for the right to have it our way. We'll rise up and shout, we'll speak truth and proclaim. Our life and our freedoms are not meant to be tamed. As we look to the future, as we embrace liberty, let us never forget our shared destiny. We are Americans, and let's live up to it, friends. Live free or die. That is the battle cry of the American spirit. And as you know, that's what brings us together. You know, COVID changed everything. You know, it turned the whole world upside down. Businesses were shuttered. Loved ones died alone. People were locked up and isolated. Faces were being covered. There was this eerie, awkward distance and, and this distinct distrust within our communities. The social fabric has been ripped and our entire way of life has been shattered. And we've each stumbled through this pandemic in our own way, picking up the pieces of what was and trying to make sense of what it is, you know, grasping for a glimpse of what's to come. And for myself, I just want to share a little story here, a little personal story. You know, we am not even going to get into the news today, you know. After relocating during the pandemic, you know, uh, relocated to a remote location to avoid the zombie apocalypse and to be closer to loved ones. And I began to build new relationships in the community. And after homesteading, I coached some football, started attending all the local meetings and ran for school board. I spent every extra minute trying to research what was really going on. And what I was learning was shocking to me. Nothing was as it seemed. Everything I thought I knew, I didn't know, you know, and as I, I slowly began to wrap my head around the pandemic and COVID-19, the great reset and all of that, it was like waking up from a bad dream only to find the situation was way worse than I'd ever imagined. Zoinks, what the hell's going on here? You know, I've been asleep at the wheel, but I wasn't the only one. And I don't know, you know, for, for myself and maybe for a lot of you, politics were never really top of mind. You know, in the past is, you know, going through life, doing this, and doing that. Politics is something you get engaged with about every, you know, four years, two years if you're really great, okay, uh, you're a really uh, engaged citizen. Now, here's my story, friends. You know, having destroyed my body in the military, you know, crawling my way through a decade of chronic pain, taking up yoga to avoid the amputation of my left foot, you know, the focus of my life leading up to the pandemic had taken a lot of unexpected turns, From a promising financial career to opening a yoga studio, from helping veterans with PTSD to mentoring the next generation, my heart was always a heart of service. And prior to the pandemic, all of this kind of culminated in the launch of a a nonprofit organization called Heathen House, Heathen House International. And I, I launched Heathen House with the vision of providing a place a fellowship for seekers and for sinners and for spiritual skeptics. You know, it, it was a, a place for people to come together and be able to talk and and learn and grow without uh, without the dogma or, or the uh, the threat of being judged for, you know, not sharing the same beliefs. We got to be able to talk about it. And. Now, it's like church for the people that don't like to go to church, <laughs> right? Anyway, I was scouting out properties in the Boise area, and I found this really cool old church building, and it needs some renovation. It would have had some room for some yoga, you know, a little coffee shop. It was going to be really awesome, and I was just days away from signing a lease on that beautiful old church when the, uh, the first lockdowns hit, and that hit, that changed everything, like holy smokes, and it forced a rapid recalibration of my personal priorities, you know? Boy, if I, you know, if I you know, sign this lease and pour, you know, tens of thousands of dollars into renovating this space. And then I can't even open the doors. Holy smokes. Right. And by the way, you know, they're talking about shutting down the borders between states. And we were in Idaho and our families in Washington. So what do we do? You know, we packed up our stuff, we sold our home and we set out on a brand new grand adventure. So fast forward a little bit. And, you know, of all the life lessons, when you move, when you relocate, there's a lot of letting go. and, Letting go of what was so that you can embrace what is. And of all the lessons in life, for me personally, I think for a lot of people, one of the hardest lessons is the lesson of letting go. Letting go of relationships, letting go of comfort, letting go of expectations, letting go of ego and pride, letting go of fear and worry, letting go of control, letting down, grieving loss. And part of being a human being means we have to go through this process. We have different emotions, and the whole pandemic, the whole chaos of the last few years, has been really hard on people mentally, emotionally. I know that to be true uh, because I've lived it, and I've, sh- you know, I've heard other people uh, share the same experience. It's just part of being human. How could we not be struggling to to make sense and and, and process all the stress of it all? Okay. Sometimes our emotions are silly and they don't really make any sense, you know. Sometimes our emotions are stuffed deep down and they're just kind of ignored like oh, fine, whatever, fine, you know. But the emotions are always there. The emotions are actually biochemicals being released into our bodies whether we realize that it's happening or not. It's a a bio Biological, it's kind of like a mechanical process. You know, this this is stuff that I learned uh through multiple certifications for trauma-sensitive yoga and yoga for first responders and yoga for PTSD, you know, and the countless hours that I spent applying the science to my own personal healing and development. And let me just tell you right now, I grew up in Alaska and a plywood shack, you know. I grew up playing hockey and martial arts and all that. And yoga was a new age hippie cult, and I would have been the last guy, you know, I wouldn't be caught dead in a pair of spandex. But when the VA wanted to amputate my foot and I was, you know. All pushing 100 pounds overweight, I was miserable. Somebody said, you should try yoga. I shed the doubt. I tried it out, and it led me on this journey. Well, that led me later into uh, yoga for the PTSD uh, and, and trauma survivors and all that because of, you know, serving my fellow veterans and all that. There's a science to it at any rate, you know, and there is a science to letting go. Just by taking a deep breath, pausing to feel the heartbeat, and relaxing on the breath out. Let's try it. <sighs> Breath in, you pause, you feel your heartbeat. And then once you do, relax shoulders. (sighs) By doing that, we can create an internal shift. And it's literally a physiological shift. It's simple. Uh, It's safe and it's free. It's effective. You know, take a deep breath. (sighs) Pause to feel your heartbeat. Relax on the breath out. (sighs) And if you do this a few times, you can't help but feel that shift. It just happens, you know, try it and see, try it often. Breathe, baby, breathe. And when you do, you know, you'll find that there's, 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 there's a grounding. There's a, there's something that comes with taking a deep breath and just getting oriented with what's real right now. Sometimes our mind wants to run away with us. Sometimes our emotions are wanting to run away with us. Sometimes it's like the swirling storm inside the mind or even in the heart and the soul. We don't know. What do we do? We take a deep breath. And we pause to feel the heartbeat and we relax. And it there, there, there goes there from that. But, you know, uh, just just sharing that with you guys. Anyway, it, it's, it's powerful. And the science to it is powerful. And the, and the science to letting go is powerful. And you might be wondering how this relates to my mission with the Torch Report to share the truth you can trust. Well, the answer is simple, friends, because the solution to political chaos is the elevation of personal awareness. The solution to political chaos is the elevation of personal awareness. The only way we can get beyond bickering and perpetual conflict is for people to wake up and realize that we've got a lot more in common than we think. We can agree to disagree on things. We can have mutual respect. We can have empathy. You know, that unlocks the answers by getting out of our hearts, out of our heads, and getting into our hearts and connecting uh, at that at that personal level. That's the way that we can begin to stitch the social fabric and begin to come and stand together as communities and if we're trying to resist the global tyranny of the great global socialist state and the commies who are taking over the world we have to do that by standing together and building up our communities so the solution to political chaos is the elevation of personal awareness it works like this only when we become aware of our emotions can we begin to process and manage them effectively if we do not process and manage our emotions effectively then our emotions cloud our mind. Think of all the damage that can be done uh, in a single fit of senseless rage. You know, think about falling prey because of being paralyzed by fear. You know, all of that kind of stuff. You know, if I hadn't run away from the lion it wouldn't have got me. You know, if I hadn't, a, you know, lost my mind and been screaming and yelling, boy I might have still, you know, had that great relationship or whatever the case may be. You can see how You know, emotions can muck things up and they're counting on that. The, the, the evil global cabal who's trying to control us all. They're counting on that. So we have to keep a clear head, you know, now also think about all the time and the money that's been spent trying in vain to numb the pain, trying to distract the brain from the stress of not knowing to cope with a hopeless situation. How many people have, you know, imbibed a little bit more, had a few more drinks than we normally would? You know, oh, doctor says two glasses of wine a day are good for you, so I'm going to try four or five. <laughs> I got to be even better. You know, it's it's just coping, and as human beings, we're all we're all going to cope in our own kind of ways, and I think a lot of us, um, a lot of people are coping right now, but if we're coping, then we're not really at full capacity for resisting or working together toward effective, practical, positive solutions. So, you know, with all all of that said, we can acknowledge with humility, this is all part of the human experiment. <laughs> experiment. That part of the human experience we can pretend like it's not happening, uh, or like it doesn't happen to us or like, it's not really that priority, but like, Luke, what are you talking about? Come on. Like, tell me about the news. You know, we, we can pretend that being a human being isn't messy and that we've got it all under control, but you and I both know that's a lie. <laughs> oh, friends, we are a human being, you know? And if we don't come face to face with all of these things that are affecting us and affecting our ability to mount a, a, an effective opposition, you know, then where it's a whole lost cause, you know. If we try to deny what's happening and how it's affecting us, it's just a path that leads to darkness. It leads to self-denial, it leads to addiction, it leads to apathy, it leads to a lifetime of self-induced suffering, if even only suffering in silence, friends. And I know this because I've walked this path many miles on the dark road. You know, I'm not making now then. We are at war with a global cabal of great evildoers. I think that's the most, you know, poetic way to put that. They call us hackable animals, and they intend to treat us like slaves. They plan to cull the herd. They may be, in fact, culling the herd as we speak. You know, they've infiltrated nearly... every institution they've captured the political process they've indoctrinated generations of children they've mesmerized the masses they've got the money the power the influence the media the military the momentum they've got the knowledge and the experience and the strategies they've got the teams and the organizations and the public private partnerships friends in short they've got everything that they need to succeed with their evil schemes but here's the truth we have everything that we need to succeed as well. We've got the people. We've got the passion. We've got the purpose that's worth dying for. We've got the intelligence to develop counter strategies. We've got the intelligence imagination to develop creative solutions. We've got the intuition to navigate a sticky situation. We've got the drive to survive and thrive and the discipline to make it happen and the determination to see it through. We've got the grit and the gumption to get back on track and then tenacity to do whatever it takes to make that happen. Where there's a will, there's a way. The solution to political chaos is the elevation of personal awareness. We have to think long-term. We have to wake people up. We have to get people together. We have to talk about what's going on. We have to elevate awareness, elevate our collective awareness, you know? And what I'm talking about here transcends the two-party system. It defies the two-party platforms. I'm not trying to win people over, hey, I want you to be a a, a, a Bible-toting, you know, gun-shooting constitutionalist. No, that's not it, you know? It's trying to wake people up to the fact that freedom is the most good for the most people. Freedom is the solution to perpetual conflict. If people weren't so busy trying to forcefully impose their will upon other people, then we wouldn't have to fight all the time, right? This is easily grasped when we get out of the head and into the hearts, you know, when we're having a face-to-face with somebody, when we can look someone in the eye and connect at the human level. That's why we have to come together. Empathy unlocks the answers. I don't want to control you. I don't want you to control me. And if we can agree to disagree, then we can work together for the common goals. Like, hey, how do we get the uh, potholes fixed and stuff like that, you know? But if there is disrespect, there will always be strife. Threats will be met with retaliation. We might even have to fight to the death. And all of this is perfectly natural human behavior. It's predictable. You are you and I am me. Together, we are we. Let's share a laugh and lift a toast to our human destiny. We are all going to get old and die back to life. Nobody's getting out of here alive. You know, we all want what's best for our kids. You know, we all want to leave uh, a legacy for future generations. But what will our legacy be? The legacy of our generation? What will your legacy be? Friends, the choices that we make right now in this coming year are going to shape history for a long, long time. That is our destiny. It is what it is, and some things don't change. We're facing a beast that's cunning and strange. But fear not at all times, and look and you'll find there's power within when you marshal your mind. If we each keep our wits and work hand in hand, we can bless future moments with peace on the land. Head on a swivel, eyes open wide. Move forward with force and savor the ride. In the midst of this battle, remember your why. When the going gets tough, give a little more try. Relish the moments when you see the flag fly. For not on our watch shall shall liberty die. Not on our watch shall liberty die. Friends, happy New Year's to you. Peace and blessings to you and yours. That is the message of my heart for today. Thank you so much for joining me. Special thank you this year end to everybody who's in the Patriot Club to help support this publication. Again, it makes my heart sore. Deeply grateful for all of that encouragement and support. Friends, for the very last time of this beautiful year, I ask you, please take the time. Find that little heart. Click that heart and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you would share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday. Have yourself a very wonderful celebration of the new year. Be safe, have fun, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.